0: Good evening and welcome to Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court and CPS issues. I'm your host, Ann Petri. And to honor alienated parents next month on International Parental Alienation Awareness Day. Epiphany Awaits is offering a faith-based retreat for alienated parents with both in-person and a Zoom option on April 23rd through the 25th, 2021 at the Resolution Center in Jacksonville, Florida. Only $100 for a weekend of support for the journey with speakers, including Dr. Mark Roseman and other professionals focused on guidance, friendship, and compassion. Seating is limited and discount applies to registration before March 15th, and after March 15th, it's $125 registration fee. Scholarships are available. Email requests for application and registration form to epiphaniesawait at gmail.com. That's E-P-I-P-H-A-N-I-E-S-A-W-A-I-T at gmail.com. My guest is a returning guest. He's Davey from Derby, England. Welcome from across the pond. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. We yes, had a here great,
1: again. <laughs>
0: yes, we had a great conversation. That was on December 12th. So I've got you back yes. on to see how you're doing.
1: Good. Yeah, good, all right. Yeah. Oh, um, everything's going fine Well, Lana. It's great. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to sort of take her on holiday this year, but really does depend on what's going on with this COVID thing. But mm-hmm. um yeah. Spoke to my friend who lives in Denville, New Jersey. And um I maybe visited him. It really just depends on what's happening with the flight situation and whether I'm allowed to come over there and if I need to if I need to come back and isolate for two weeks, I'm obviously not gonna do it because obviously my work situation. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But it's going well. It's really good. I'm having a still. I, I think uh, touch wood, I think from um, from a point of view where her mum's playing games, I think we're sort of, I think I'm free from the shackles of it. But uh, you never know. So, yeah. Um, yeah do you- I think Alana, Alana's now old enough to, she's now old enough to know that what she wants, she makes decisions. Like last weekend, she wanted to, go home early because she wants to spend the m- Mother's Day with her mom. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not that person who can try and block those sort of things. She wants to see her mom on Mother's Day or on a birthday or anything like that. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So, and I just hope the fav is, I just hope it's reciprocated when it comes around to it.
0: So. Do, you, do you have like worries though, like in the back of your mind that, you know, she could become brainwashed i mean like
1: um i used to if i'm honest i used to those worries how can i put it i'm i would never say that they're not there but however it's getting i think Alan Alan is growing up now i think with all is growing up now to the point where she knows what she wants um uh, she knows what she wants now she makes she makes it quite clear she's her own person. I think we're at a stage now where she's 13 this year, and it's not like she's a four-year-old, five-year-old who can manipulate into saying things anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, the one thing I do, although it does give me a bit of grief sometimes, is when <laughs> she's she's very much her own person. She, she's not afraid to tell you what she thinks and um, lately she seems to clash a lot with her mum. Mm. Literally every time I'm, I go there recently, there's an issue. There's been an argument between her and the mom. And so, and she, I think she feels very comfortable talking to me about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, she's growing up a lot now. She's even got a boyfriend and
2: Uh-oh. all that.
1: <laughs> oh, uh oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I Know where that's coming, yeah. So it's um, although I do laugh because um, I look like she's quite tall and, and she, I think, she towers over him. And and I, and I did joke with it all, and I goes, you look like his older sister, you look like his bigger sister, so I guess, uh, <laughs> yeah, because she's, she's 12 and she's about five or six, something like that, uh-huh. so. Yeah, she's a tall girl. She after she may exceed me. I think there's a few tall women in our family, so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, um, I think she may go down that route. But yeah, she's doing all right. She's, um, I think, her, her autism's. I would never say it's, I would never say it's getting better because I don't think you can say that. I just think she's managing that a lot better.
0: Well, that's good.
1: Yeah, I think she's managing a lot better. In some cases, you would hardly even know it was there mm-hmm. so she's got friends over here in where i live and she's got friends where she lives herself and that's because i think that's one of the things with autism in it to make friends so and that was there a lot and i it used to upset me that she sort of worried about that so i just turned around and goes well they will come so yeah and so it's starting to happen now but yeah the relationship me and her mom I think the neat need, that needle's always going to be there. I'd lie if I said it. I'd lie. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. I'd be lying if I said that um, I forgive and forget because I haven't. I've never forgot. It's always going to be there. I've just learned to sort of deal with it and get on with it for the sake of Alana. And um, so the, the tension. Between her mom is no longer there, which is a bit strange. There's just no tension there at all, which is a bit strange. But hmm. I think that's just down to the fact that we probably see each other less. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe things have settled down.
1: I think so. Yeah, I think things have settled down a lot, and she's now at an age like she she she's like we're both forty this year. And uh, which, to be fair, I'm pretty much dreading to be honest. But yeah, um, we're very forward to this year. So I think we Maybe it's a bit of the fact that we've grown up a bit. So I don't know. because mm-hmm. when all this happened. We were in our late twenties and blah blah. But when it all first started, and so mm-hmm. I think maybe, and also maybe it's got something to do with that she has a partner, she has her own life, she's got two other children. Maybe she doesn't want any conflict anymore either so it's it's Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's things so yeah i don't know but yeah in that respect it's going well well that's good yeah you
0: know i maybe maybe with you know um (laughs) everyone's maturing and no one's running into court and now things are just going smooth and maybe you know maybe and like you said she's gotten on with her life so maybe yeah It'll, it'll just be yeah. calm.
1: Yeah, I think what it is as well. Um uh, um her maybe her husband's had a bit of a common influence. She's been married, she got married in that time and stuff like that. Um I don't particularly see any problems with him, but Alana doesn't seem to get on with him very well. Um uh, they seem to clash an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I didn't see the problem with him. Um, he, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, I'm not there when it happens. so sometimes these teenagers, as she my is, can be a bit of a drama queen and sort of be a bit grumpy as they get to a certain age. I've experienced her being like that, but she doesn't really do that with me. She doesn't really kick off at me that much. I'm... See, I'm... The, I think I'm more apparently a mum said something to her there where well, I've not heard it a mum turned around and said um, the fact that I always get the fun with her, that's why I never see it and I'm like well no, that's not the case I've had to sort of tell her up a few times for not mm-hmm. doing what she should do. she still does it she still, you ask her to get in the shower two hours later, she's still not in the shower yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, I joke yeah. about it because and um, my girlfriend, my, my, my girlfriend, Rachel, she's got a son and uh, she jokes like we, we both go on about that. Um, like she's got a son. He's four. And um, and sometimes I see things which I said, well, I'll do that a bit different. Mm-hmm. And then there's times when I probably sound like I've got it all together. And then she'll hear me on the phone. and I'm like, Alana get in the shower and, I, and she's like see it's not so easy goes, no no fair enough but yeah yeah it's um yeah she's um she's becoming her own woman sort of man, i say woman she's 13 but she's got like i say she's got friends ever she's almost got her own identity she loves what she loves um she's very musical so oh good yeah. good she loves music she's recently had a guitar a keyboard all this other stuff she likes all types of music and she although i'll tell you one thing that's strange her, her interests keep changing mm-hmm. um, her interests keep changing constantly um years ago it was michael jackson it's michael jackson for years don't get wrong she still loves him she still loves the grindy watson but or what but um but she's into new things now and different uh, she's into online gaming, which i mm-hmm. It's uh, but she's now just weirdly recently just got into wrestling, which is a bit. Uh, but I I had that I watched that as I grow up, and now she's a huge fan of this wrestler called Edge, who's whatever. She's a massive fan of him, and also the band Alter Bridge when it's all sort of intertwined. I think some of that's my influence, but. Um, yeah, but she's, it's, it, I don't know if it's to do with her autism, but her, 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 it's almost like her, she gets new interest, and, but then it's like obsessive. Mm-hmm. So it's like obsessively interested and it's obsessively wants to do it all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, but yeah, but I also like to do the things with her that I used to do as a kid. So, mm-hmm. like, stay up and watch these wrestling events or stay up and watch these other things and do all these other things with her. Um she has not taken it to football yet, which you guys call soccer. Not taken to it. She's not really, I don't think she's kind of feeling it. <laughs>
0: oh well maybe so, later.
1: She, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's um it it's go really. She's 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 got a better relationship with my mum now as well. Oh good. My daughter because that wasn't going very well for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um and sort of it first it was those clashing all the time, and uh, because a lot of, they both got that fiery personality. My mum was like that, my daughter's like that, and my daughter's hates being. I know this sounds. I don't know if this sounds a typical kid thing, but they just hate being told what to do. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, it's um, it's, but now she's not under feet a lot because when I fit when I split up with a partner. Not, Two years this year now, I first moved in with my mum for a little bit, Um, you know the in between thing where you're looking for a place and whatever. And I was taking I was taking my daughter around there, and they, they just clashed. Uh, I think now they're not seeing each other constantly on each other's feet. They're just a lot better. So mm-hmm. yeah, but she gets on really well with my brother, and mm-hmm. she gets on really well with my brother. Um, like because me and my brother currently share a house. Um and so he sees her a lot and he, he made he does little pranks where he came down and you know the you know the <laughs> the Michael Myers match from Halloween. He oh, came yes. he, he came <laughs> down that. in that yeah, he came down in that and it made a just jump out of a skin. <laughs> but, but yeah, we saw the funny side. Yeah. But they on quite well. So yeah, he oh, it's, good. it's It's going all right in that regard. Yeah, it's going well.
0: Um, Does she like horror films?
1: Well, she's (laughs) trying to. She's trying to. She likes. Um, it was strange because she likes Jaws, film (laughs) Jaws. I'm not sure where you would place that in terms of a horror film because that was based on a true story, wasn't it? Um, the Peter Benchley book. Um, but that doesn't bother her. And I'm like, well, this is kind of, this kind of stuff happens. Doesn't that not bother you? Oh, it's just a robot, is it? But then you try and give her scary films, she's like, no, she's not feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the closest she's got, got to is Gremlins. Um, oh, wow. Well. <laughs> yeah. Gremlins, I think the closest she's got to, but she's not feeling the whole horror films yet. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, see, I'm like an 80s child. I grew up in the 80s and sort of, yeah. I love her ear and I'm trying to introduce her to it and that sort of thing. So, but yeah, it's, and she's telling me about new things that she's into. And all the time I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's great. She loves a lot of stuff over in America as well. There's loads of things in America, a lot of her YouTuber is American. So, um, yeah, she's into the American culture as well. So a bit like I was as a kid.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
1: i was huge i was hugely influenced by the american culture hugely influenced so um a lot of things over there that influenced me but like i said family over there didn't i so so it's um i grew up that way
0: well i was always interested with um great britain and i read a lot of bunch of history books on you know the king king john and (laughs) i studied a lot of history so I was really fascinated with it then I then I told you I got to move over there for about two years up in yeah. Newcastle so
1: oh that's yeah. north of here well north of here uh but the top isn't it
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: they talk funny don't they
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's that Geordie accent I guess
1: yeah yeah I know I know people from like Middlesbrough and someone which is right next to there. And that's that sort of um, side. The, the, the sort of region is called side, and that Teesside regional accent is just so strong. And uh, yeah, and there's, there's different accents around the country. You've got Brummy, which is like Birmingham, as it's known, uh, they call it Brummy in Birmingham, and mm-hmm. then you've got different sort of things. You've got Liverpool, which is where the Beatles come from, and um, that is another strong one. My, um, I work with a, a, a bloke from Liverpool, and and I'm always joking about his accent. And uh, yeah, it's different cultures, and it's so much around it. My, my daughter, she's from Stoke-on-Trent, so um, that's got an interesting accent. Have, own. Uh, have you ever heard of Robbie Williams?
0: Yes, yes,
1: yes. He's, he's from Stoke-on-Trent, so that's where my daughter's from. Uh, that Mm. area so uh, a lot of people or or the Wedgwood Potter is so um, yeah that's what that's famous for that's got a funny bit of intertwined accent between Liverpool and Manchester so Mm. my daughter has that little twang So I will say book and she'll say book and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah so yeah
0: well I I, yeah because I was told like every 20 miles there's a Different dialect.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does change uh, quite a lot. Um, like my my girlfriend Rachel, she's she's from Sheffield, and she, so her accent is very strong. She she was on about um was on about something the other week, and she referred to like you know like a subway, like an under subway. Mm-hmm. And she called it something, and I can't, I still can't remember what she called it. And I was like, what are you talking about? What, what's that? And then she calls an alleyway a ginnel and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, the, the accents are so strange. I remember watching Robin Williams do different accents around the, from this country and did it brilliantly. Um, and he was able to do that so well. So... It's interesting God. how you talk about the history of this country at the minute because our, our monarchy is getting tossed to shreds, isn't it?
0: I feel so bad. I'm oh, what a shame.
1: Absolutely getting tossed to shreds at the minute. I don't even know what to think of it. I don't even I, I don't even really particularly have a position on it. I see so many people on social media going that Meghan Markle's this, and the Queen's this, and it's racist this, and it's like, I'm like, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You don't know what's been said. One person will say one thing, another person will say another thing. It's just like, wow, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. The only thing I'll say, you're trashing a family that's been around for over a thousand years,
2: Mm -hmm. a
1: a royal family that's been around for over a thousand years, and it's, it's, yeah, it's not
0: good. No, it's not. (laughs) no, and I, felt, I even feel bad that, you know, if Princess Diana was around, yeah. what would she be thinking of this?
1: Um, mm. t- to be honest, Harry was always a bit of a, he was always a bit of a, I'm not gonna say the word black sheep, or a bit of an outsider of the world family, but he always had his own sort of thing. But to be honest, a bit like Diana was. Diana was mm-hmm. like that. She always had a sort of her own direction. And uh, I think Harry always felt uncomfortable in the royalty sort of encompass in that sort of position. I always thought he was uncomfortable with that. I do. And um, and I think Princess Diana was as well. And you could see that in the parties he went to, he went to a lot of parties. He did this, he did that. Mm-hmm. And I think that he was always looking for another direction to go in. But I don't know. This is... I'm pretty sure. And to be honest, when I can see, I can see sympathy from both sides with Harry. When, when, when you, when Princess Diana died, how many, how many, I think it was about 12 year old boy at the time when she died, mm-hmm. 1997, I think it was. Um, How many 12 year old boys have to walk and follow the mom's coffin in front of mm-hmm. millions and millions of people around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's, how many people can deal with that? I know I couldn't, that, but that's going to affect anybody. So, yeah, there's got to be some deep issues there somewhere.
0: But, yeah, it's so sad. You
1: know, yeah, it is. It is. I, it, it, at the end of the day, um, it, it makes me laugh when you hear people, you do hear people go, well, why wow, have we got an American joining our royal family? It's just like, well, with all due respect, how many people around the world have joined the royal family? It's, mm-hmm. it, it, like, it's it's ridiculous. Prince Philip, is it? He's, he wasn't born in this country. Mm-hmm. So it's it's, 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 it's all the people coming out with their opinions and their hatred and all that. It's just ridiculous. It's yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I hope it doesn't I'm, get worse, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I hope not either. I hope not either. It's, um... The only thing I will say is Meghan Markle knew what she was getting into when she married them or into the family. It was effectively you're marrying into the monarch, you're marrying into it. If you had reservations, did you really want to do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe things changed. Maybe she saw something different after she got married. I don't know. Hmm. How you yeah. think?
0: I don't know either. And I just hope they stay together and because they're expecting another baby.
1: Yes, and, I've heard that. yeah. What's the position on what's what sort of is, is the American's position on the royal family very positive? Is it like is it like a positive sort of perspective?
0: I, I think it is. I mean i I am. I mean, I've always been, I've always liked the royal family. I find them fascinating. you know, um, I've never been against them. I just think the queen should wear a riding helmet when she's on her horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would like to have a word with her about that. But that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, we're not I mean, I haven't the people and my friends that I've talked to, we haven't said anything really negative about them. You know, we just we're just worried, you know, that we want Harry to be happy and stay together and um and just not be alienated from his family.
1: Well, that's what we're talking about now, isn't it? It's um, it's it's quite easy to do that, and you've also got the risk of them their children being alienated from the royal family as well. And like growing up in America, at the end of the day, I I don't know what nationality their children is. Um the first one was it was I can't remember was it son or daughter I can't remember was it was it Alfie that get these? boy wasn't it it was Archie was it Archie, Archie
0: that's was it? It.
1: yes it was a boy yes um I don't know if, if that if Archie was born in this country I I, I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know what 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 sort of position they are in the royal family but it would be a shame um because you see it it probably happens in the, in the royal family as well people getting alienated against other people it's um it's I don't know I don't know I do. I do see a lot of when when I've been to the Buckingham Palace a few times, and you, you, to be honest, you do see a lot of Americans, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're Fascinated with Buckingham Palace, aren't they? So,
0: oh, I was there. I was there. I was waiting for the change of guard, and no one came out.
1: Oh right. Okay. <laughs> I
0: was. I was on the. I was by the fountain. I was sitting on. Well, there was a bunch of people on the fountain, and we oh, were yeah. waiting, and nothing ever happened. So it's like, well, that's disappointing. And then we.
1: Yeah. Left. <laughs> I used to um, I used to live in London, um, years ago, um, I left about 2016, and um, the only thing I I enjoyed the work life in terms of the hustle and bustle and how busy it was all the time, and because I worked in the middle of Soho, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know if you've got Oxford Street, um, I worked just off there, and I enjoyed that bit, but. Because I lived close to Central, I couldn't get away from the business when I went home. And so there was another thing as well. It was ridiculously expensive. Eventually, I couldn't afford to live there. So I had to leave purely mm-hmm. much financial nuisance, um, which is a shame because I went down there to try and pursue a career in what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. um, I tried to pursue a career in film production because so, um, mm-hmm. that's what I went to university for. And um, got that, and I got my foot in the door. My my friend Ian, who lives over there right now, he sort of helped me with a lot of sort of interviews and staying at his his flat the evening, and last went to interviews and things like that, and that helped. And then my daughter's mom, who I was with at the time, she had a, got a job as a nurse, but um, it was just ridiculously expensive for one bedroom apartment. Um, we, I think, we were talking about what it is in American dollars. It was like 850 pounds for a, a month, and Whoa. so you talk, yeah, you're talking probably about 1,400 dollars a right. month for, one, for a one-bedroom apartment. Oh no, absolutely ridiculous, and it wasn't even in the best end of London either. It was just a normal area, so it was it wasn't that the sort of thing. And then when my daughter's mum lost her job, that just became pretty much impossible. To sort mm. of deal with so, um yeah, but yeah, essentially There's to be honest, a lot of people in America need to know there's a lot more to, to England than it is just London. I get the impression that a lot a lot of people in America just want to visit London, and there's a there's a, there's a hell of a lot in, in England that I've got a lot of history. Oh, yes. you've only really, you really got well look at the biggest band that's ever lived, the Beatles, Liverpool. That was mm-hmm. the. You can still go to the old car. Is it there what's it? What's it? Caravan Club or whatever it's called? um uh, oh. Yeah, the, it's little pub still in in Liverpool and the docks, and yeah, it's historic place. And then you got Manchester, um you got Birmingham, you got this huge. Have you ever heard of um? For Monty, film for Monty.
0: Yes. Yes. Loved it. That
1: was, that was filmed in Sheffield, which is where my girlfriend's from, Rachel. She's from Sheffield. That's where that was filmed. So, yeah, you've got some historic places in this country. It's just, uh, yeah, it's great.
0: Well, even like, um, I would even say even up north, you've got Durham Cathedral, uh, yeah. Northumberland, uh, that's a castle. I believe the castle yeah. in Northumberland. And um Okay, the one uh, that I really loved, um, Lindisfarne Castle. I don't know if you've been York, up to Lindisfarne. Well, York, York, yes. yes. York,
1: York, York uh, that where one of the old uh, Roman emperors used to live in York. And um, <laughs> it's yeah, there's some like, amazing. Um, like where I'm from, in Derby, you've got um, the, a lot of the Industrial Revolution started there. And you've heard of Rolls-Royce, right? Mm-hmm. that's where that's where Rolls Royce started in Derby so hmm. uh, yeah so there's a, a lot more interesting things in this country than just London <laughs>
0: so, oh do you try yeah. to educate your daughter into all this like there's there's more than honestly
1: I, I do <laughs> I do I take her to a lot of I've taken it to a fair few places um around the country just to show her sort of different things because um I, I, I took her to. I actually took her to York, and I showed her around all oh, York. And and the one thing she noticed, she she was like, York just looks like Harry Harry Potter, something like something out of the Harry Potter film. Right. And I Says yeah, I goes, I'll take your word for it. Because I, I don't really watch Harry Potter, but I, I did see what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's very much a Harry Potter look sort of setting, and it has them shops to sell all those merchandise.
0: Very yeah, very yes. narrow streets. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. There's one street where you literally two people side by side. You 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 would not fit a car down there. No right. chance. Right. Right. Um, and I can't believe. Well, I can't remember the name of the street now. But yeah, it's. Um, I took her down there. We went on a. Because um, I didn't want to drive there. It was it was coming up to Christmas, and I wanted to take her somewhere. Sort of because it's sort of an annual thing with me and Lawn. I always take her for a day, either a weekend or a day out over Christmas. To sort of so, sort of get into the Christmas mood, and that weekend I took her to York, and um, I didn't want to drive. So what we did was, and at the time um, it was just coming to Christmas. I just spent all my money on Christmas presents. So I thought, oh, I need to do something. I need to find a way. And so my mom, my mom, I, I joke about my mom because she's 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 a bit of a wheeling dealer. My mom is. She knows how to get the. She knows how to get every penny out of deals, and then. <laughs> She's like that. I call her Mo Slater. There's character in EastEnders that sort like that, and um, so I sometimes call her Mo Slater. Um, she she managed to find me this um, company. Uh, she managed to find me this company which does like coach trips and things like that. And um, we it was just uh, in a little place called Ilkeston. This pub was, and we got and we drove there, uh, parked my car up there. And, and then when I got, when I got there, the the coach was dressed all in Christmas decorations. And the the bus driver was all dressed in Christmas clothes and all that sort of stuff. And, oh, it was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. And, and she, she loved it. And and I was sort of explaining a lot of things. So me and, me and Alana do talk a hell of a lot about a lot of different things. That's, we, we have almost like a friend's sort of relationship, but. I still parent her. I need to parent her.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: so yeah, it's um. Sometimes people think I'm I'm a bit too soft, but I'm I'm trust me, I'm not. Absolutely not.
0: So, have you met her boyfriend yet? <laughs>
1: um. Yes, once, um, and I spoke to him on the phone because what happened? Well, the first time I saw him, she was she was I don't know if you had a lichfield. Oh yeah. Um, Yes, the big cathedral. Well, she was doing a, um, she was in a, a choir. Mm. And, um, and just before lockdown happened over here, we, I, I drove to Litchfield and watched her do this um, performance with this choir from, of all the little schools around the areas. And they all did their own little performances. And I think my daughter's school finished a radio gaga about Queen. And, um, and then all of a sudden I, I saw my daughter shout, Dad! There's my boyfriend. And she grabbed him. She almost grabbed him by the scuff of the neck and pulled him over. And then he <laughs> saw me and he never looked so frightened in his life. And um and um, and then um and then he she was on the phone, so she asked if she could sort of speak to him on FaceTime. And I said, Yeah, that's fine. And, and then I spoke to him and he seemed okay. So I'm not one of these dads who will get. Don't get me wrong. I was a little bit. Oh, you're gonna be okay. But with and she's very feisty. She's she's not. I don't think I've got to worry about her. Maybe more about him. But yeah. <laughs> um, she's um she's very feisty, and um but she's she's growing up so well. She's very polite. She she's polite to like new people. So that uh, we we went round my brothers my brother's girlfriend's house and she he met my brother's girlfriend's children and she didn't she went up to and shook all the hands and shook and um, said hello and blah, blah blah and yeah she's a very polite polite kid so and um but yeah she also she also knows she can tell you when she wants something and she's not afraid to tell you when she wants to want something so
0: mm-hmm. Well, that's good. It's good for her to be assertive, you know.
1: She's very assertive. Very assertive. Absolutely.
0: Um, It's just so hard for these young people growing up. We got this pandemic going on and I just feel sorry for them because, uh, you know, how often do they get to socialize with their friends?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, at the minute we're suffering. I, I, I suffered with the whole being almost trapped out of people seeing people because as much as i have my small circle of friends i've got a very small circle of friends and don't get me wrong i know a lot of people I speak to a lot of people but when i consider people like friends and stuff like that I, i've got a small circle and and um, and i've missed just going around their house or just saying to one of them oh do you want to meet in the pub or because one of the things i i did i know it's not I know it's not very good in terms of my training, but whenever we've had, uh, like for example, we've gone kickboxing, done a couple of hours of kickboxing, we'll have a sparring session, a few sparring sessions, and then we'll, we'll it's not very professional, but we'll go in the pub afterwards. <laughs> and um, and um, um, then, you know, it's our paracetamol. And um, then it's, um, it's just nice to just go in the pub afterwards and chill out and speak to people mm-hmm. and just sort of, you know what I mean, and relax. And there was this this one pub that we used to have called the Smithfield in Derby, and we used to go in there, to Slish across the car park when we trained, and we used to go in there and just chilling there, and in an outside a little garden that overlooked a little uh, the the river there, and going through Derby, and um it, it was nice, and I just missed doing that, or mm-hmm. just meeting up with friends. And the one thing me and Alana used to do was uh, go to cinema an awful lot. Meeting right. Yes, we we love the cinema. Even if we're... <laughs> it's been a couple of times where we've even gone to see a film we've already seen. But we we, we like it. It's somewhere. It's almost like a sanctuary. Um, right. She loves it. She loves it. And then there's, there's a cinema in, in Derby, where we are called the Odin Cinema, and they've got the reclining seats and things like that. And yep. she loves it. Yeah, she loves it. And it's... Yeah, she's... It's, I think one day we went and seen three films. But... Um, one day it's um yeah, she's she doesn't ask for a lot, Alana, doesn't that's one thing. She doesn't ask for a lot. Oh. So she's very easily pleased. So um mm-hmm. yeah, some people say she's spoiled in some ways all kids are. Um see other things that other people have, but she's 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 doing she's doing really well. She's coming on with a reading and writing. I had to um work from home for a little bit and she was with me one afternoon and I was helping with schoolwork as well as doing my job. That was a, that was a, that was a hard task. So, um, yes, yeah, but she did it with minimal, minimal assistance. Oh, did you guys good. have, did you guys have to do a lot of homeschooling with, um, with, um, like, the kids uh,
0: offline or I'm sorry, online classes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God, how was Definitely.
0: that? Well, from here, talking, well, my kids are all grown up, but other yeah. people are like, this is, it's almost like the kids aren't learning anything. No, you know?
1: no. It, they're, not, it, they're not in a learning settlement, are they?
0: No, no. And they need to be back into a routine. Yeah. And back in the classroom. It's just, it's, I don't think it's fair to the teachers. It's not fair to the kids.
1: Are oh, they back now? Are oh, they back in schools now?
0: You know, it's like that. My, my youngest one who's going to be graduating, he'll have like two days in the classroom and then the rest are online classes at home. Oh,
1: so right.
0: I, I don't know, it's kind of weird.
1: <laughs> Our children are back now, full time. They're back oh, back in wow. school. Yeah, back. But that's, that's a year though. That's taken a year to go back to school full time. Wow. Um, wow. Um, we've got this roadmap in this country, to come out of lockdown because no country can, can stay in a lo- lo- lockdown for a year and not be affected by it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um we've got the vaccines, I think Britain's vaccines are surpassing everyone's. I think we've vaccinated like, some, like 20, 20, 22, 23 million people. Mm-hmm. And um, they're flying for the vaccines, getting everyone vaccinated because they just need to get things back to normal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and there's two ways you can look at it. And, you hear what you see. One side of the people saying, "Oh no, it's not worth it. People need to just stay in." And blah blah blah. But you've got to understand, people are seriously get seriously getting affected by this. Like, mm-hmm. it's all right saying yes, yeah, stay in and save lives, but what about the people's lives who get infected mentally? There mm-hmm. has to find an alternative. You can't expect people to stay at home and not do anything and see people it's just absolutely crazy mm-hmm. and I know from experience I know from experience like last year when the lockdown first happened it was almost tranquil for a little bit because there was nothing happening it was quiet the hustle and bustle had gone it was almost like you almost could chill but after a bit the isolation set in and it became horrible and All the people that you could reach out to whenever you needed to, you couldn't do that anymore. And there's only so much you could do on a phone. Mm -hmm. There's only so much you could do on a FaceTime. And with me, because with the way the lockdown happened, my daughter had to shield for about three months. So I couldn't see her face-to-face for three months. Mm. And so that was almost like I felt like I was back to where I was before when it just hit me so hard. So And you're hearing of people like seriously damaged mental health issues and that can mm-hmm. be that's that's a killer as well so right. so you, this country is actually proactively finding a way to try and get out of it because it, it needs to it needs to it mm-hmm. can't stay in lockdown and to be fair these people aren't even following it anyway yeah so
2: yeah right these Same here.
1: yeah these people aren't even following it. Anyway, i went to i went to asda I don't know if you know of Asda. It's a it's grocery awful. store. Yes, the Walmart, what you guys got over there. Yeah. It's kind of a link. Yeah. And it was it was like nothing different. Mm-hmm. All you all you could see is people wearing masks, i it. It was like there was nothing to change. Um I admit this our city centre, our the town, it, it it is probably completely empty because none of the shops are open. Uh, but the, the normal shops where people are, people are just finding a way to get out, even if it's just going around shops just for something to do mm-hmm. um, so yeah, and more people are walking more than ever.
0: Yes, yeah
1: <laughs> so which is probably a good thing in that respect right,
0: right. <laughs> definitely
1: and so I uh, see i start I, i've since my kickboxing stopped, um, it's stopped and, uh, to, there's ways you can look at that. I'm I'm a bit I don't know how I think about it because you see loads of different my my we we a lot of our members are still paying for our, our club even though we're not getting any service for it and um, and there's ways you can look at it it's it, you look at how they respond when you actually go back and what they do for you when they go when you go back uh, because at the end of the day if you support them you should really get something back mm-hmm. um, but. Um I'm waiting I, I can't wait to get back and train properly because I'm I'm having to run at the minute and I can't stand running.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, I'm not a fan of running. I what is it in America? I, I think of pounds. I weigh about 208 pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm only 180 centimetres, so um I running's not good. <laughs>
0: no, it's it's hard and, on your um, knees too. It's yeah, really not good for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. my, my brother's trying to lose weight. Uh, my brother's a big guy, and he's trying to lose weight and get fitter again. And um, I walk around like physically healthily around 210 pounds around that park um, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm, I'm stocky anyway. And mm-hmm. but what my brother knocks on my door at like five o'clock in the morning to go for a run, and I'm looking at him thinking, You're crazy. Um, but we go on these runs, and it's. I, 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 we went on one on Friday, yesterday morning, and it was the first time and ever that I'd actually. It's the first time ever that I'd actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'd never the it before, but, mm-hmm. but my heart wasn't pumping out of its chest. I must be getting fitter. My heart wasn't pumping out of its chest. I was practically cruising. And I think we broke our minute mile by about a minute. So uh, we broke our first mile by like a minute, and it was it was it was great. Um, but we, there'll be a day where I get up on a morning, I'm not feeling it. It will come again. Uh, yeah. But it's because I just don't like it. i just do not like running. This is why I chose kickboxing because it was a sport that, even even though it was exerting, it was it was it was more interesting. Right, and it was it was less boring. So, um, how about, I'm get, trying to how about like,
0: yeah? Oh, I'm sorry, to, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. How about getting your daughter into that?
1: I, you know what, I have tried. She, she's so she's quite flexible, you know, mm-hmm. and um, she's getting a bit of weight, and then I'm trying to get her into some sort of sport, she tried or, or some sort of exercise. Tried. She's into a walking lately. She's doing a lot of walking lately, okay. which is which is good. That's good. Um, but she, I'm trying she's come to a couple of classes where I go. Um, and I'll admit she skipped the sort of warm up because the warm up is very intense and right. she wouldn't be able to sort of keep up because she can't run very fast. And when I say really, very fast, she's with her autism and stuff like that. people that realize it also affects your mobility as well. Mm-hmm. And, it, and she has something which affected her mobility, which even though she's very flexible, her sprinting is like someone's jogging. Like, do you understand? Mm-hmm. She, she can't, it's almost like she doesn't have any fast twitch fibers mm-hmm. into, in order to make that explosive running sprinting. And mm-hmm. so, so, but she's very good in some things. She's very flexible. Like I'll see her do a kick and a kick's sort of better than mine. <laughs> and then, uh-huh. and I, from, a, from a technique point of view, and I'm supposed to be a black belt, and from mm-hmm. a technique point of view, like they're better than mine. They're just not very fast. So she hasn't got this sort of explosive sort of thing, but I'm trying to sort of get her into some sort of sport. She's been a couple of times where she's been with me and my friends to do it. And I've tried to do pad work with her and stuff like that. And um, it's, it's hard keeping her interested. Some of these kids today they are in, I, I think just got to support them into the games and stuff like that. And it's hard to get them off them and just do something right. so physical. I know and it. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I just, absolutely and you'll get her you'll get my daughter walking and but it, she'll get bored after an hour, for an hour to an hour whereas I just want to go out walking for an hour or two maybe three mm-hmm. and my daughter just wouldn't be able to do that Um, mm. she I'd be having to carry her for like yeah. half the time <laughs> um, yeah, so my my girlfriend likes to walk. She does like, a and lot, and I joke. I call her I call her Crazy Legs as well. I call my mate Crazy Legs because when he does, it, because he's I've got a friend called Mike who's like probably one of the best Taekwondo kickers I've ever seen in my life. And um, but I call him Crazy Legs for that. But I call my girlfriend Rachel Crazy Legs because when we're walking, I've never seen someone walk so fast. And then. Um, <laughs> And I'm like, you could be like an Olympic walker or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I, I would be afraid to take my daughter walking with her because of she like, she ain't going to keep up with you. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, she's. I'm trying to get into sports. I'm trying to get into something because the way I've always thought, even if you are physically limited, if you, even if you are physically limited, you can always improve. You can always get better. You can always, there's mm-hmm. always an improvement. Like I grew up physically limited. My my I've got an issue with my left leg and my left side mm-hmm. and I'm physically limited on my left side and I've had to work on that and work on that and work on that to get better. It's it's not the fact that I'm lazy, it's just that I had a, and as I was growing up, um as I was when I was younger, I got really poorly. I'm talking when I was about two years old, I got really poorly and I had to learn to walk again and um mm-hmm. my legs went all my legs went off funny I went really weak and I remember having to get checked for sort of physical problems and mm-hmm. then so, sort of as I grow up I've got I, I've had issues with my sort of feet and sort of sort of walking on the outside of my feet and sort of and I've always had to overcome that and I've always had to overcome physical challenges and this is sort of example I'm having to sort of do with my daughter and um, sort of explain to her that you can do it, you can get to these levels, and you can do things and improve. Um so this is the sort of example I'm trying to give my daughter as well. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: not, not to give up. My brothers, my brothers the same. My brothers, my brothers are very. My my brother a very driven individual, and um, he doesn't give up either. He's he's mm-hmm. we we're, we're running. He's a lot bigger than me. And but he he will still get up every morning at five a.m. to go running, and it's wow. <laughs> yeah every morning, and it's such a drip And it's so, he's such a driven individual. He's also a discus and athletics coach, like, and mm-hmm. he's also got he's also an operations director for his company and stuff like that. And he's so and his time. and I look at him and I'm thinking, I don't know how you do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um But he doesn't have children, so I don't know if that's. A, Pot of that. That's so, how
0: he does it.
1: That's how he does it.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I think I've said it before. You throw a child into the mix, you're losing eight percent of that time. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, he's a he's a very driven individual. So I, I give my props. I've never we we're, we're not we're very similar in some ways, but we're very different a lot of ways. Than me and my brother very different. Um, we've got the same sort of sense of humour, sort of twisted sense of humour,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: it, it, we're both very different in the way we approach different things. So, yeah, it's um, he's he's, very, he's he, he has a lot of friends. He's he's and he has a lot of people to sort of support. Him, so because he's quite a funny guy, so mm-hmm. um, so yeah. But and like I say, he's he's he, he's um he's very he gets on very well with Lana. So that's good. She's got that. Sort of all the. All my daughter's uncles and aunties are on my side. She doesn't have any on one side. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah, they're all yeah they're all on my side. So wow. she's got yeah she's got an auntie. She's got two uncles. So I became an uncle for the first time a few days ago.
0: Oh, congratulations!
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you, my brother Callum. I've got a younger brother, half brother called Callum. and him him and his um, fiance Megan had a daughter the other day. So and Aww. yes, I have an uncle for the first time. So maybe I'll get more, maybe I'll be more. But
0: <laughs> Well, I'm glad your daughter has contact with all her, you know, aunts and uncles and
1: Yes. Yeah, I try to keep her I tried to keep her in touch with everyone really. Um mm-hmm. try to keep in touch with everyone because at the end of the day she's she's got family around everywhere. So I don't want her just limited to stoke on trent as she lives. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But well, that's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. And hopefully, like I said, Godparents live in New Jersey. So um, hopefully, I can come over there this year, fingers crossed, and sort of have a look around there. It'll be the first time I've visited America. I've never been. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to go. If I can get over I can. So. Mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to it if I can get there. How's your book going on? How's, how's that getting on?
0: Is that, is that getting it- all right? it's going, it's going good. Yeah. The the sales are going, they're, they're constant, which is good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I put out a book of poems, kind of like legal poems, but some of them are very, they're, they're kind of sarcastic kind of towards uh, CPS and uh, judges and, (laughs) and um, yeah, some of them are, are, like that and some of them are kind of serious but some of them make you think i don't know um i didn't realize i, I, like, that
1: sarcastic many. I like sarcastic humor oh yeah I they're like
0: sarcastic them. oh yeah yeah some of them <laughs> but yeah because yeah, it's called uh, cry out for justice poems of truth so <laughs> yeah
1: yes yes i'm very uh, is, is is are you getting on okay with the film or is that, is that, um, yeah, that
0: that's going, actually that's going great. Uh, the yeah. producer has partial funding. Yes, so absolutely. thank God for that. And, um, cool. so we're just, well, actually he's, he's the one doing all the, the, the work, you know, trying to yeah. get a, uh, a director and an A-list director, A-list actress.
1: Wow! Yes, that would be interesting.
0: Yeah, because it's just gonna be yeah, it's gonna be inspired off my book. It it won't be my life story. It'll be yeah, inspired.
1: Yeah, yeah, inspired by yeah, yeah, loosely based sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's very good.
0: I hope this can be done. It would be nice, um because I think people need to be aware of what's going on in these courtrooms. Absolutely,
1: Absolutely. it's yeah. it's this, there's so many things going on in the world at the minute, and that's just another one. So, um, it? yes, it, yeah, it's you've got all sorts of problems in the world at the minute, and we, we can't just ignore parental alienation, that's a huge part of what's going on at the minute. Mm-hmm. And you, you've got that, that, you've seen, I think I watched something the other day, um, it was like a mini series about something like that. I'll have to try and find it and tell you. Um, But it was going, it was talking about parental alienation. I don't know if you've heard of, what did, did you ever hear of the story on Jason Patrick? Jason Patrick, Uh, no. Jason Patrick's the actor who was in Lost Boys. Lost Um, Boys, Yes, he was, um, he, I think he was a sperm donor or something like that. And he actually fought for parental Rights to that child,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't know. I, I haven't got a particular position on it, but I think he won. Pretty sure he won. I think mm-hmm. he got the rights to actually see his child because he's biologically his child. So I, I, I think he had some sort of court issues in regards to that as well. It was mm-hmm. kind of kind of interesting. And uh, I was reading up on. I was reading about it as well. And I think he's got. I think he's got like a website called Stick Up for Gus or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it was interesting how, uh, yeah, Jay, that someone of that high profile was sort of going through stuff like that. So it was, um, maybe him, Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe him, he, um, he, that I reckon if someone approached him, he would be very keen on something like that mm-hmm. because, um, he's gone through something similar. So, and he's a very high profile name. I'm not sure if he's an a list anymore, but um, he's a very yeah. hard
0: Yeah, I think he um, could still be A-list. You know. Yeah, yeah, Up and
1: to- Lost Boys one of my favorite films of all time. That's a mm-hmm. great film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Was he Speed? He was in Speed Two or something as well. Oh, sure uh, Keanu Reeves. He was in the first one. I think is I think the second one. I'm pretty sure Jason Patrick's in the second. Oh,
0: one. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah, maybe, maybe approach him. <laughs> uh,
0: well, it's like um, some of my friends, we were watching The Conjuring. Have you watched The Conjuring movies?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've watched The Conjuring too, and I've watched The Nun as well. I, I'll be honest with you. I like scary films, yeah. I, I very much like scary films. However, I have a threshold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: And the nun was my threshold. Some of the things that happened in the nun, I was in the cinema, and I see, I'm naturally jumpy anyway. That's just who I am. I'm sort of (laughs) jumpy anyway. Uh, But some of the things that happened in the nun I've got, I had my, I was having a drink and I chewed my straw in half because oh, I was so stressed. Oh, <laughs> that no. film, that film stressed me out so much. Mm. I was like, oh, that film, The Nun, stressed me out so much. <laughs> there was a bit in it where he got dragged underneath into the grave. Yes, and yes. She, she was underneath him and she, oh, no. That's just, just that just bit my, Snap my nerves in half. Oh,
0: especially when all the bells were ringing and she was standing in the cemetery in the dark. It's like, well, where is he? Which one is it? It's like, oh my god!
1: Horrible. You've got to have some, you've got to have some, and some sense of humor or some sort of dark imagination to do stuff like that. But apparently, that's what they used to do in the war. Them, I don't know if. I don't know if you're aware, during the plague and stuff like that, people, was it the plague? I think it was the plague. During the plague or oh, people dying, they'll they put, the reason why they put them bells down there is because people people would they, people just get buried because they thought they would die but if you're alive, you use the bell to ring to, ring to say, dig me back out.
0: Right, and right. You
1: know, surely after a few minutes you'd die of suffocation anyway. Yeah. So, so, people just get buried with nothing. But, yeah. Oh
0: yeah, that's oh, creepy. <laughs> the,
1: the grudge, the grudge did me as well.
0: <gasps> oh uh, yes, exactly. That was the
1: first one is Sarah Michelle Geller. No. Nah. Yes.
0: That was very and I think the second one was just pretty bad as, as well. Yeah. yeah. So eventually when, your daughter's gonna get into these because I don't know if she goes on sleepovers with her friends and they put on a spooky movie.
1: Yeah, she um I tell you what, she's in so I think she's she's curious, you know. She's very curious, and one of her friends, Kira, um, one of her friends from over here, because she's she 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 had a first sleepover in derby. She was quite um she and I, but I sort of stayed there just in case there was a problem, and um, said so, because her um, her friend Kira, her dad is my one of my friends, and um, he the, she's curious of scary films. I'll be honest, I don't know if this is a bit of dad moment. I tried to introduce it to one, and because I sort of pushed the boundaries, and maybe it was the wrong one to introduce to. Well, it was definitely the wrong one to introduce to, because that film was switched off oh, in like no. twenty minutes. That film was so, Nine on Elm Street. Oh um, yes, yeah. The, the
2: nineteen
1: eighty four version. Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 no. I see. I've got friends who love that film. The the, the little, the eighties slasher films that just hooked on him. I'm a big fan of them. And then Halloween, uh, yes. Nightmare on Elm Street, love them all. Um, mm. But the first death, where that girl gets dragged up the wall, and oh no, oh, yes. alarm was like, no chance, no, ran straight out of the room. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, and I was like, but you watched. Jaws, bite someone in half. How is this any different? But no, I think it's the whole spooky thing going on and I think it made her uncomfortable. So yeah, that didn't work. Yeah, so we tried. I think, yeah, I think the first we've got is Gremlins, which she is that horror or is it sort of like a, a comedy horror? I don't know. But mm-hmm. oh, that's mm-hmm. that's as far as we've got. I don't think she's got the I <laughs> she's got the yeah. guts to watch it yet. Um well, but I've tried. I've tried. I try I tell you what. I tried with Ghostbusters and she was okay.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: know that I know that's not really scary, but there's a couple of things that she was okay with. Um so I'm sort of I'm trying to teeter up. Yeah. Aww. I'm trying to, te- uh. to teeter up.
0: Well, when she gets older, she'll be getting into the horror films eventually. We all got sucked into them, you know?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. But uh, it, in my opinion, they don't, you know, you know, the horrors are just getting more graphic. And they're yes. just getting more mentally twisted. Whereas mm-hmm. back in the 80s, they almost had like a comedy element to it. I know there were was, was slasher movies and it was supposed to be scary. But When I watch him now, they've almost got of a comedy, like Fred, Freddie. Krueger. He, some of the things he says, I find them... Is it wrong? I find myself laughing to some of the things he says. I'm like <laughs> he, the sarcastic killer and that sort of stuff. There's there, there's a there's a bit in the third one where he pulls her into the TV and he starts making all yes. these remarks, and I'm like, he's actually quite funny. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> but you don't really get that anymore it's um well it's there's
0: awesome. sean there's sean of the dead i thought that that's was great. great film. yes that's a, that a great
1: film that's a great film and the winchester pub that is a typical english pub that is that is how it is every yeah that is yes that sort of pub that is they got that bang on anyone who's seen that that is how our pubs are <laughs> uh,
0: yes it is i yeah i loved it <laughs>
1: He's always all on the fruit. He's always on the fruit machine. Always... <laughs> <laughs> that's for my brother. My brother's not on them. My brother's not on the fruit machine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a great film. And there's the bit where they start they, they lock themselves in the pub, and then he gets dragged out at the end. One of the blokes get dragged out at the end, and his partner follows him. And it's like, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it, it's classic British comedy horror. It's great. Excellent. Um, yes, absolutely. What's it like over in America, in all curiosity? What's it like in terms of the lockdown? Are you guys going to be coming out of it soon?
0: I hope so. I know they're vaccinating people that want to be vaccinated. Some people don't want to be vaccinated. Um, I, I don't know. Um, of course Does Joe Biden on. have
1: a plan? Has he come out of like an exit strategy?
0: Not that I know of. Um, yeah, not that I know of. Um, it's kind of willy nilly in a way, you know, it's like whoever wants to get the vaccination. Okay. If you don't, you know, they started vaccinating all the elderly first, of course your doctors and nurses first, you know, and then they'll work their way down to other people that kind of don't need it, but you know what I'm saying? If they want it, they can have it.
1: Is there a lockdown in place? Is there a lockdown in America?
0: Yeah. I mean, there was, I mean, I mean, I had COVID over Christmas. It was a Christmas COVID. Did you? <laughs> yes. And so did my husband. So we were like what miserable. That, oh, it was just like having the flu only 20 times worse.
1: Oh, um, and the flu is horrible.
0: Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And that lasted like two weeks, but then there's after effects that can last up to six months. And, um, and that's no joke.
1: <laughs> there's a there's a man over here right there's a presenter over here called kate, kate garraway and her husband i'm not gonna say he was healthy i don't know i don't know what his health conditions are he got covid sort of last march and he's still in a coma oh no he's still in like a coma like a coma sort of state after a year so maybe the covid does affect different people better. That mm-hmm. to me, that says it all. It affects people differently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And mm-hmm. and if you if you do have underlying health conditions or whatever, then it is gonna hit you like that. But mm-hmm. there is gonna be a small percentage of people who do have some sort of ridiculous like where their immune system doesn't have any any protection against it at all. And you are gonna get that. So oh. well I, I I don't know. Uh, To be honest, I was asking that curiosity from a self perspective. (laughs) So, when I I want to come over there. So, yeah. It's
0: it's hard to say. It affects everyone differently. And, um, yeah, you know, I I know of a guy that is in in a coma. He's not doing very well. He had to have a lung transplant. (laughs) I mean, really? like, Like, this could be bad. It's whatever this virus is or whatever. Whoever inflicted this on all of us, thanks a lot. Because be. yes.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. My um, my girlfriend had a um, she had a bit of an issue over over December, right at start of December. I, I didn't know that she had asthma, but this asthma came on all of a sudden. Mm. And she had to go in she, like one night, we're in bed, and all of a sudden I woke up she was coughing her coughing profusely and she was going blue and oh no like, Yeah, and I just had to get her to the hospital in Sheffield. And she was in the hospital for a week and mm. um she didn't have COVID or anything, but she was in this um like lung department or something, I can't remember what it's called. She didn't tell me cystic fibrosis or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, gotcha and and she she this cough didn't go for a while and so she's she's very she's very worried about she is very worried about covid um Mm. but um yeah she's very worried about it um terrible yeah she but she's had a vaccine which is good but she i think she had a bit of a she had a a reaction to it for a few days Mm -hmm. which i think a lot of people are Mm -hmm. um but the way I see it, I think everyone, I think 95% of people are going to have a reaction to it because it's, it, you're putting something in, unnatural in your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're putting something unnatural in your body to cope with something unnatural. So you, you are going to have something, some sort of side effects. It's only normal. But people are jumping on the bandwagon saying, see, 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 we shouldn't be having it, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's, you're putting something in your body to combat if you've got to deal with a few side effects deal with to, to beat a, a much bigger problem then so be it so you know what I mean it's it's it's, it's like accepting a cold to beat something much bigger right so, no no wow.
0: absolutely not but well,
1: yeah she, she she's fine now
0: so yeah oh that's good well, on that COVID note, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah,
1: enjoy on, negative your- note. <laughs> on the
0: negative note, hopefully, and we'll meet up again. And um maybe I have you back on in a couple months or so and get yeah, yeah, yeah. back of you because you're getting a following. So
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's nice. So I will have uh Davey from Darby back on slam the gavel of a podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in the family courtrooms that in turn perpetuate parental alienation i am your host marian Petrie, author of dismantling family court corruption why taking the kids was not enough and cry out for justice poems of truth please join us again with Davey and other guests on my podcast thank you so much
1: no worries thank you very much for having me again thank you very much
0: thank you